Welcome to Let's Review RN. My name is Bryn O'Donnell, and I'm a certified adult and geriatric nurse practitioner. I work as a cardiology APN and function as a visiting professor and clinical instructor for a BSN program. This is an independent production by myself, and I am not representing any educational institution. My goal is to deliver a condensed but robust review on topics primarily discussed in Adult Health 1 and 2 and some pieces of pharmacology of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Let's Review RN. Today, I'm going to talk about the laboratory test APTT, which stands for Activated Partial Thromboplastin Time. It can also be referred to as PTT for simply just partial thromboplastin time. This is a blood test that is used to assess and monitor how fast the blood clots. This is assessed by a blood draw that is drawn venously, collected in a vial, and sent off to the laboratory for result values. This blood test is helpful in assessing bleeding disorders, monitoring patients on heparin, and it looks at specific clotting factors within the coagulation cascade. The coagulation cascade is a process that involves a series of sequential chemical reactions in which coagulation or clotting factors are activated activated one after another and results in the formation of a clot. There must be a sufficient quantity of each coagulation factor and each must function properly in order for normal clotting to occur. Too little can lead to excessive bleeding and too much may lead to excessive clotting. Heparin is an indirect thrombin inhibitor. If you remember from last week's podcast, thrombin allows for fibrinogen to turn into fibrin, which fibrin is that main ingredient that helps clots form. It acts as a mesh-like substance that allows for things to stick together and form a nice clot. When heparin is utilized, it enhances a substance found in the body called antithrombin-3, This prevents the activation of thrombin, which ultimately stops that cascade of events of fibrinogen turning into fibrin and allowing that clot formation. So ultimately, the patient will have a prolonged time for forming clots. The clotting cascade or coagulation cascade looks at three different pathways, the extrinsic, the intrinsic, and the common pathway. The extrinsic is what we are checking on when we draw the PTINR, which I talked about in the last podcast. The extrinsic pathway is activated when we have external injury in order to form a clot. Intrinsic is what we are looking at when we assess the APTT, and this is looking specifically at the intrinsic pathway and the clotting factors associated with that. The intrinsic pathway is activated when injury is internal or inside the vascular system. And the common pathway is where the extrinsic and intrinsic pathways meet together in order to form a clot. The APTT is used to evaluate the coagulation factors 12, 11, 9, and 8. It also looks at the coagulation factors involved in that common pathway, which include 1, which is fibrinogen, two, which is prothrombin, and five, as well as 10. 
When we are looking at the values of both APTT and PTT, which I mentioned earlier, are really looking at the same thing, the difference is that APTT has an activator agent, which is used and allows for a more narrow range, which is helpful, helpful during heparin therapy. Both the APTT versus the PTT is measured in seconds. The normal range for APTT is 30 to 40 seconds, and the normal range for the PTT is 60 to 70 seconds. When patients are on heparin, you want their clotting time prolonged, so this will prevent the formation of clots. We want our patients to be 1.5 to 2.5 times the normal range of an APTT, which remember, the normal range for an APTT is 30 to 40 seconds. So our goal for our patients on heparin therapy is 1.5 to 2.5 times the normal range of an APTT. This equates to about 60 to 100 seconds, with the lower intensity dosing being closer to 60 to 80 second range. That's it for today's podcast. I hope that learning a little bit more about these laboratory tests help clarify what they're looking at, what they're used for, and really why we order them or why the physician needs them in order to develop the plan of care for the patient. Remember, you can always find me at Let's Review RN on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any questions or things you want to learn about, you can always email me at letsreviewrn at gmail.com. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.
This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.